Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, a bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. Here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 225 of the Foxy Podcast show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. On this episode... I'll get back to highlighting a selection of albums that I've been listening to over the past few weeks. I've got some really interesting releases in a short period of time, so I feel like I've been continuously adjusting the playlist for this show. To start off, I'm going to play the title track from the debut full-length from Coffin Prick called Laughing. It's a solo project of Ryan Weinstein, who formed and played in the short-lived band Coffin Pricks, but yes, it's now a singular title and endeavor of his. Weinstein was in a number of bands over the years while living in Chicago, but has since relocated to Los Angeles. There's a nice feature on him in the latest issue of The Wire magazine that outlines his musical history. An interesting fact being that he was a roadie for the post-rock group Tortoise for a period of time. And though very different from that group, I do hear a certain shared, rhythmically-minded, cross-categorical, genre-defying approach on this particular album. But you'll hear him in more of a minimalist, avant-pop mode on this track. Again, this is Coffin Prick with Laughing.
know which is which the deed is done all right it's just you in a capsule with a real life dead of night it's all right it's all
So
Behind me, you're hearing the sounds of the Japanese duo Minor House from a release of theirs called Outside the House in Kanazawa. This release presents the first proper recordings of this duo performing at various outdoor locations around the city of Kanazawa, all of which reportedly was captured on a karaoke machine tape deck but it sounds remarkably clean it's not open air recordings it was direct input recordings uh, on location some really nice guitar and keyboard ambient drift on this one this track is called dusk castle sunny lawns for this you heard a track from an australian singer-songwriter 
that records under the name Elena Dakota. I believe her real name is Elena Nice. This new tape of hers is called River Record, and it features a collection of songs that I'd describe as being a sort of slow-motion, homespun, chamber folk. There are a few tracks that have shades of early cat power, or maybe Julie Byrne, but I'm especially enjoying that song that I played called Lady Godiva, There Is No Gun, and how that one slowly unfolds, and the overlapping vocals towards the end. In front of that, you heard another singer-songwriter type uh, album from Minwa Lee from South Korea, though reading her bio, her musical activity extends across multiple genres, multiple projects, quite a talented musician. But I played a song from her debut solo album called Borrowed Tongue, that originally came out in 2016 and is now being reissued by Alien Transistor, a label that has released several albums by the terrific duo Tennis Coats, whose music I really admire and feel like Min Lee's music in places taps into a similar spirit as Tennis Coats, but there's a lot more going on with this release. The songwriting and arrangements are just beautiful, and then you get a track that I played called Broken Mirror, which is much more of like a dream pop song, and the vocals are very different from the rest of the record, kind of tapping into that borrowed tongue idea. But it's definitely a special album, and certainly one that I've been returning to regularly over the past few weeks. Another album that I've been spending quite a bit of time with lately is the new one, the new self-titled release, I should say, from James and the Giants, which is the work of James Toth, who is perhaps best known to many of you out there for the music that he has created under the name Wooden Wand. But I was excited to learn about the details of this record because I had James on the show as a guest back in December of 2020 for episode 173 of the podcast, and we discussed the Brooklyn blizzard sessions that he had recorded with Jarvis Tavernier and the other members of the band Woods, which I thought was just terrific. And he mentioned that there were some plans to reconvene and finish that as a proper album. And uh, here we are, you know, 2023, and he's delivered on that. And again, the results are just simply terrific. Great songs, great production, a great album in that classic long player sense. And you heard the track called Dead of Night from that one. And before that, you heard new sounds from the long-running group from South Portland, Maine, called Big Blood. The core of that group has been the husband-wife duo of Caleb Mokirnan and Colleen Kinsella. And joining them on their past two albums has been their teenage daughter, Quinessa. And I would classify their earlier material in more psychedelic folk vein and there's certainly still some of that present on this new record called first aid kit but it seems like they are pushing into this interesting gothic garage pop girl group sound both colleen and her daughter have such powerful voices that complement each other quite well and i played the song a thousand times from that album and then again you heard the opening cut from Laughing, I shouldn't say the opening cut, the title track cut from Laughing from the new Coffin Prick release. 
I'm going to start off this next set of music with a track from the new Greymouth album, Parked Up, that just came out on Sophomore Lounge. Greymouth is a duo whose members are from New Zealand, but the group, from my understanding, has been based in Japan for an extended period of time. Not certain if that's still the case or not, if they're back in New Zealand now. But as with the previous material I've heard from Greymouth, this new one is super lo-fi and primitive sounding. The sort of scattershot, stitched together quality and some of the corrosive guitar tones reminds me a bit of the Dead Sea's Trapdoor Effin Exit album, which is still one of my favorite releases from that band. So this uh, release from Greymouth definitely hits a sweet spot for me in terms of blasted Outer Realms rock music. But here is the opening track from the album. It's called Working Van. Again, this is Greymouth. Thank you. 
Behind me, you're hearing the pulsating sounds from the electronics and drum duo called Circuit Diagram. We're based in Germany, I guess fitting, given the sort of modern cosmic sounds that these two create together. One of the members of Circuit Diagram, Nicholas, and I won't attempt to mispronounce his last name, but he is also involved in the group Spiritualic Enhancement Center, who had that great release come out a few years ago on Crash Symbols. Really like that band. But uh, Crash Symbols is a label that also put out this new release from uh, this duo. And the track that you're hearing now is called Trapisfar. From this, you heard a track off of the second volume of Lagasse's Imaginary Island music series. This one titled Ascension. Lagasse is an electronic trio that gets into what could be described as a type of experimental exotica. I've seen them described in other places as a tropical dystopian band. Regardless, they create these really interesting, really fully realized sound worlds that are quite enjoyable to step into. This came out on the discrepant label that happens to be run by Gonzalo Cardoso, who's a member of the group Lagos. Before that, you heard a track from one of two new collaborative albums from the Spanish group El Carpenter, the Ever Never label just released. They have a new full-length where they are working with the UK group Triple Negative, along with Sunik Kim and Dominic Coles, which I'm sure I'll play something from in the weeks ahead. But what you heard was Al Carpenter joined with the French duo CIA Debutante for this new self-titled album. This one has some eerie, electronic, kind of pummeling, post-punk, post-industrial sounds on it. Of course, lyrical content layered in socio-political critique. I think that if you've enjoyed any of these groups' previous output, you'll definitely enjoy this new one from them. It seems to enhance what each of them do quite well. You heard the track Medieval Cocaine from that release. I played a track called Run to the Shops from the album The Last Temptation of Thrill by Nuzidum. I hope, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'm a little thrown off, but regardless, it is the solo project of the Australian artist Glenn Chenow. I really hadn't heard this particular project before. There was a previous full length out, but uh, Chanel's been involved in a number of other bands over the last decade or so that I've really enjoyed. Groups like Cured Pink, uh, Sky Needle, Kitchen's Floor, Her Purpose, to name some of them. I kind of like that L. Carpenter CIA debutante. This one is filled with, I guess I'd file it under uh, post-punk or maybe post-industrial music, but man, there's some kind of bonkers, overlapping elements happening in some of these tracks. They're just kind of hard to classify. From that, you heard the short-lived project called The Cat and Bells Club from a teenage to Graham Lampkin and Darren Harris before they renamed the group The Shadow Ring and went on to release several influential albums on Silk Breeze, Corpus Hermeticum, Soul Radio. The Blank Forms label just put out an LP edition that brings together a collection of songs from their three self-released cassettes. 
And aside from that 7-inch that Silk Breeze put out back in 2010, this is really the, the first time that this material has been widely available. All this has me eagerly awaiting the complete Shadow Ring box set that is said to be coming out later in the year. I'm looking forward to seeing what they were able to uncover in the group's archives for that project. And then again, at the beginning of that set, you heard Greymouth in the opening cut from their new record, Parked Up, that was called Working Van. So yes, you heard some archival work from Graham Lampkin there. And to start off this next block, I'm going to play a lengthy piece from Lampkin's new solo double album called Aphorisms that Blank Forms also just put out. It's the first solo album since 2016, and I guess if you've enjoyed his previous solo work, as I'm certain long-time listeners of this show know that I have, uh, and this new one does not disappoint in the slightest. It's just a great release. You get that layering of mysterious room sound activities and jarring guttural noises. And then there's these little melodic instrumental fragments scattered throughout too. The presence of piano being one of the notable features that appears throughout on this album. And it's all interwoven so masterfully as Lampkin always does. And you'll get to hear all of that in this lengthy piece as it's called Trilogy of Embers. Again, this is Graham Lampkin. Thank you. 
Well, behind me, you're hearing Mienting Zhao and Li Song performing a piece called Room with Air Conditioning, which given the summer heat that places have been dealing with, I hope you have access to a room with air conditioning. But this particular performance was recorded at London's Cafe Auto last year, and having watched some other video footage of this duo in action, I'm guessing there were some chairs being dragged in a circular fashion. There's different fans, motorized contraptions kind of uh, situated in the middle of them that they're uh, using. I think seeing the actual performative nature of this helps, but it's also interesting just listening and trying to discern how these sounds are being created in and of themselves. This is a release, it's called Two Rooms, that the Press Precare label just put out, and yes, the other side features another performance recorded in a different room in London. Before this, you heard from another duo, Nina Dehaney and Karen Wilkstrom, two musicians that, from my understanding, have been active in the Swedish jazz and improvisation scene for many years. Dehaney plays double bass and cymbals, and Wilkstrom plays electronics and adds vocals. And their interplay on this new album, I'm not sure, I think it's Cuomo Langma, hopefully I'm uh, pronouncing that correctly, covers quite a dynamic range. There's some somber, little tranquil passages, and then other places, this bellowing mass of alien improv sound. Check that one out. It is comes out on the Swedish imprint Outer Discs. From that, you heard new solo work from Thomas D'Angelo, who has been involved in the duo Melkings and previously issued his solo material simply under his initials, TD. So I believe this, is, this new release of his called Voice Prints and Air Cuts, Sound Poetry by Other Means, maybe his first to come out under his full name. I'll have to go back and double-check that. As some may recall, D'Angelo contributed a column called Mutually Assured Marginality to the Freeform Freakout website for a period of time, which I encourage you to go and check out. But as the title suggests on this new release, it makes pretty clear, I should say, uh, that this is a sound poetry album where D'Angelo is working with very various voice-based and primitive tape manipulation techniques. Definitely a new direction for him, kind of dipping back into the old avant-garde and kind of putting his spin, a modern spin on sound poetry. Played a piece called Curdled Milk, which uh, is dipping into some of the Melkings archives, a piece that they recorded sort of on the cutting room floor, if you will. And before that, you heard from a new album from Dan Sauer, which is a collaboration between Dan Gilmore, formerly of the Careful Catalog label and mail order operation, and Pat from the uh, from the project Barn Sauer, who had that great 7-inch that came out on Careful Catalog several years ago. That was my introduction to that project. This debut album from them is called Drinker's Mass, and my positioning of 
that track between the Thomas D'Angelo and Graham Lampkin piece that started this set was sort of intentional and in that I feel like the release is coming from a somewhat similar place as those sonically. Though I hear a slightly more densely layered, maybe vaguely plunder phonics approach at play to their work. I played a track called Infields from that album. And yes, again, as I mentioned, played Graham Lampkin at the top of that set from his new solo album, Aphorisms. You heard the piece Trilogy of Embers. I'm going to head into the last block of music here, starting with a track from Baldruin's latest album, the translation being Relics from the Future. It's a solo project that reminds me a bit of what I mentioned about that Lagasse album that I played earlier in terms of just creating these interesting imaginary sound worlds that you can get lost in. And then I'm going to finish the show with a lengthy live tape collage, tape manipulation piece from James Fella off of a record called Performances that recently came out on his own Gilgongo Records. And that's going to bring things to an end then for this installment to the show. If you'd like to check out the complete playlist for this episode, you can go to our website at freeformfreakout.com. There are links that will bring you to each of the releases played and where you can purchase either physical or digital copies. And as always, I encourage you to support these artists and labels as much as you can. If you have any questions or comments, you can always get in touch with me at fffreakout at hotmail.com. I'll be back again in a couple of weeks with another new episode. Until then, thanks so much for listening. Here again is Baldruin.
Thank <laughs> you. 